Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. On this week's episode of The Kindness Project, we talk about nicknames, biscuits, and we have part three of our interview with Penny Power from BIP100. Brilliant. Welcome to the special Easter 2020 episode of The Kindness Project. Um, I'm joined by a girl who is wearing a special Dungeons & Dragons t-shirt, oh, Charlotte yes. Daves, and a uh, esteemed producer of the podcast, Russell, who apparently wants to introduce the phrase bading badong <laughs> into uh, common uh, terminology. I don't think it's going to play, do you, yeah. Charlotte? What do you think? Hey, could you, I don't do you, think it's going to get popular. Do you think bidding badong is uh, something that's going to be particularly popular? I won't be using it. Um, <laughs> I'll so foil, apparently. All right, okay. I will not be using that phrase. So if you were to use the phrase bidding badong, what, how would you use it? <laughs> In place of making the, the doorbell sounds. Okay, cool. So when do you make the doorbell sound? I don't. Ding dong. <laughs> ding dong. Ding but now dong. it's going to be bidding badong. <laughs> Surely you'd just press the doorbell, wouldn't you? Well, no, not if I was in a conversation and someone was like, right. we were having a discussion about doorbell. Help me doorbell. understand the last time you had a conversation about a doorbell. Um, when was the last time I had a conversation? It was last week. Last week you had uh, a conversation about a doorbell we were last week. about the ring doorbell. Right. Um, because mum gets all the videos for the ring doorbells and I had friends over and she was in Turkey. So she, she had was. all my friends arrive. Uh, uh, on the ring doorbell and she sent me the video it's very funny yeah because um, some of them were polite <laughs> some of them were less polite when they were they the ring doorbell that is the genius of the ring doorbell uh, right here's the first unofficial question of the podcast ladies and gents if you're watching this what is the funniest thing to happen with your ring doorbell we would love your comments uh, and if you're listening on the audio let us know but we are uh, this is a special live episode of the kindness project that's coming out on facebook um, and um, is um, certainly um, Certainly, uh, we'd love your comments live. So if you're watching on Facebook, let us know uh, what's the funniest thing to happen on a ring doorbell. And an another unofficial question of the podcast, would you use the phrase ever, but ding, but dong? Um, I don't think we would. Ross is trying to make it catch on, but I don't know whether it's going to work. I mean, he might just change the... Um, the um, audio for the kind of project podcast just to bidding badong. Just one episode where it's just us saying the phrase bidding badong, like, yeah, I mean, we sliced together to be honest, we've had episodes like that in the past, so I won't be surprised. Um, so yeah, the question number one what's the uh, strangest experience you've had on a, on a ring doorbell? Question number two. What's the funniest, uh, and clearly we're a family podcast, so some stories might uh, might be edited a bit, but what's the funniest story, family story you've uh, ever had? So just a story involved, involved in your family uh, that's going to make us chuckle. And world's greatest Easter egg is the other one. So um, we certainly uh, want answers to all of those questions. Funniest things that happen on a ring doorbell. Uh, funniest things that happen um, involving your family. Feel free to name and shame. I mean, we've just named and shamed Russ for coming up with the ridiculousness that is Bading Badong. And if you've listened to this podcast, you've heard quite a few of Russell funny stories. Um, you have, you have. Yeah. Particularly uh, recently about how he's got a 
incredibly hot head. It's become a new nickname as well. Hot like, head. Yeah. Hot head. We don't. Hot. Not producer Russ anymore. It's hot head Russ. Um, hi Tracy. Thanks for watching the show. We really appreciate it. Um, and um, yeah, so there are three questions: family memories, uh, Easter eggs, and funny questions about the uh, ring doorbell. I don't with- think that's what it has. What you have written down, I think. Well, the ring doorbell about... one was only came from Bading Badong. I think you have one written down about um, nicknames, like if you had to give yourself a nickname. Oh yeah, that's the other one. So you were saying, I didn't realise this. You were saying that you've all, I, I you've do. got a nickname. Yeah, so I what's do. that nickname? Um, so I, a lot of, not a lot of people, like three or four. <laughs> you know what? I In love, my social circle, I it's love, a lot. I've got three or four people. I love this. I love the way this story started. A lot of people call me uh, hero. Just uh, no, um, CJ. So my first name, and then my middle name. And you take the first letter from my first name, second uh, first letter from my second name. Okay, so let me ask a question: Are you trying to make it catch on, or are your it's friends trying? To... No, 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 no. It's not. It's not, Charlotte. Are you trying to make it catch on, or are your friends trying to make it catch on? Both. Right, who started it? Me. <laughs> of course <laughs> I did. Oh, I love, I love, yeah, a lot of my friends call me CJ. How many? Two. Three or four. Three or four. Three or four? Three and a half. Five. <laughs> Twelve. Quite um, a few. And by so, quite a few, I mean... Half my friend groups are five people. So I suppose, <laughs> I suppose the last question of the podcast is, uh, what's your nickname? Uh, and How did it start? And how did it start? And what would you ideally like your nickname to be? If you had to pick your own nickname, what would you choose? Mm. So CJ, wh- wh- why is CJ? Why do I you just say- like it. Just like it. Just like yeah, it. fair enough. Okay. A um, couple of things you need to be aware of. We would love to have you live on the show. So if, you, um, if you're if you watching this on Facebook Live, <coughs> there is a Zoom link uh, uh, attached to the, um, to the post. Um, all you need to do, click on that Zoom link, enter the password, and you're in. You can join us live on the show. We would love to uh, see you this Easter Friday and see how you're getting on. Um, that's Charlotte looking for the phone. Uh, yeah, I want to um, see what's and, going on there. Uh, yeah, please feel free to comment, like, tell us you're having a good Easter, all of that sort of stuff. Oh, Certainly answer the questions of the podcast. Uh, make sure that you can, um, yeah, you're you're getting involved and engaged as much as possible. Um, while we're waiting for people to join and, and people to say hello, just a little bit if you don't know about the kindness project we've been doing this now too long (laughs) (laughs) uh we are we've hit the fourth year anniversary i think we're coming up on the fifth uh this is where you need Russ to really get involved yeah. in and get engaged, but he can't because he's too busy doing the live oh, stream. We've got more people but, watching, look. but yeah, hi, hi everybody! Great to have you on board. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, you, uh, Steve, to, for watching. Um, uh, lovely to lovely to uh, have you on. Feel free to answer the questions of the podcast. We'd love to to get involved. But yeah, we've been doing this now. We've been hosting this podcast for uh, <coughs> excuse me four and a bit years. We love doing it because mm-hmm. um, we get to interview some amazing people doing good stuff in the world. Um, and slowly but surely, I mean, when when we first started the podcast, literally nobody listened, no. did they? 
Um, and we had our sort of stats uh, this month to say that potentially if we carried on the trend of the start of the month, we'd have about 40,000 listeners this month, which blows my mind. I don't know how that happens. I don't know why you've not got better things to do, to be honest, listeners. I mean, um, if you sit on a train or a bus or a, a car, you're in a car, and you just pop us on. Just Yeah, just, you know. just pop us on. Just pop us on, have a little laugh, and then just, yeah, join in. And interestingly, what we found as well, we, we had some feedback from, because uh, we never did it live for three and a bit years. Mm. We were just carrying on doing doing what we were doing on audio, and we are available on Spotify and stuff like that. Um, we just carried on doing that. And then lockdown hit, and I thought it would be a good idea just to have a bit of routine in their lives and and hopefully to brighten up people's days just to do this live get involved get engaged and and make sure that we were in a position where we were hopefully making uh, your life and everybody else's life a bit happier um and that's the reason uh we 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 did it uh, i had a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago and they said to me look why don't you do another live? And to be fair, we haven't promoted this one particularly well, have we? No. Um, so think, we need we need to learn a lesson from that. I think I might be the only one watching it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, if you do tune in, uh, it'd be great to see you. We will be doing it again Monday. And the lesson that I've learned we is... Are? We are. Oh, damn, okay. We are. Um, and the lesson I've learned is do a bit of promotion before it because that might mean there'll be a, a few more people watching if you are watching that'd be great um feel free to let us know so it's just us just us talking on the again. internet i don't know again um right so talk to me about um your favorite family story that uh makes you laugh oh hmm. i think Oh, there was that time you told Sophie that story, and then she went and she told it to her entire class. What story was that? Uh, the one about you walking out in your pants and getting locked out of your own house. Right, I was right. No, sorry. Can I just add some context to this story? So, so I'm, I'm sort of. It just doesn't look like I regularly walk out in the street in my pants. Um, I, I was, I, I was a young boy. I mean, I'm. I say yeah, but I was about probably 16, 17. Um, and I, I slept walk out walked out of my house, and then it was three in the morning. I woke up around the corner and I had to come back and um uh, got locked out of my house. So I had to knock on my door. So that that was that was the story effectively. <clears throat> Suddenly I told I told my youngest, and she decides that that would be an absolutely hilarious um story to tell everybody basically everybody so and now i've told everybody and we're continuing the cycle and and now it makes for quite an embarrassing school gates visit because <laughs> i'm there thinking who has heard the story about me and my pants i don't know everyone, everyone. there's no one who doesn't know the story everyone now. well everybody does now we're doing it live on the podcast well, no one else watching <laughs> well but when it goes out on audio, there'll there'll be true. yeah there'll be. But we we might we we might not uh, we might not put this one out on audio though, just so I can avoid the embarrassment of every Everyone single one of know. our audience. Everyone must know. Um, being a, uh, being in it. Been in their pants. I I like everyone being in their pants. Nobody's in their pants apart from me. Not right now. Clearly. 
Not right now. In the story. We're but, both we're both um we're both doing Zoom fashion though, so it's like Zoom fashion. We've got like the top halves, and then you've got gym shorts on. I think I have got gym shorts on, and I've got short shorts on. Well, it's, I mean, it's a lovely Easter's. Uh, yeah, but it's very day, Zoom it? fashion to be like, yeah, I only need to really care about the top half. Well, you know, you know what? You know what's interesting, and I don't know if you feel this way. I don't miss lockdown that much. Mm. Um, um, it was weird when I was having a conversation about this. And potentially doing this, uh, uh, doing this live. Uh, the, the part of the conversation was the person that I was having a chat with actually said that there's parts of lockdown that they felt they missed, mm. and part of it was um, uh, just that routine they got into in lockdown that was quite sort of relaxed and we wasn't rushing anywhere and stuff like that. What do you think? Do you miss lockdown I, in some ways? Yeah, definitely in some ways because lockdown used to be like I could, um, if I had a lesson at nine, I'd roll out of bed at seven, uh, have, <laughs> breakfast at, have breakfast at eight, um, go upstairs. I had time to get a cup of tea between my lessons, which I cannot do now because I've got like 10 minutes between the lesson. You're not allowed to take hot drinks into lesson. You know, like I could sit and have a cup of tea and do my English lesson. Yeah. But I can't do that now. Um, I can have a, have, a, have a bottle of water, but I can't have a cup of tea in my English lesson. You know what I love about that? Your roll out of bed is still two hours preparation. <laughs> I mean, like, so most people is like, get up at 10 to 9 and like sort of roll into, roll into a meeting. Oh, yeah, I love the fact that I didn't have to roll out of bed. Two hours, <laughs> three and a half hours before well, no, the meeting. What I do now is I, I wake up at half six and then I, I'm like, oh, and then I roll out about at seven, eat at seven, leave at 10 to eight, arrive at 10 to nine, yeah. have to be at lesson at nine. But, but this is the thing like the commute, um, the commute was never a, like it, it just seemed to be one of those things that everybody did. And then look down here and then and people go in. Why am I commuting still? Why am I still mm. sort of traveling every day to the office? Or can I change the way I work? And I think, yeah. I, I, I don't know what you think. I don't know what our sort of listeners think. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Is that a permanent thing? Do you reckon that we've just moved away now from the world of, um, of, of commuting to the office five days a week? Or do we actually, you know, are we going to have a, just a bit more flexibility in our... So I just wish it didn't take so long to get there. Yeah, you're you're a bit of a distance about an hour away. out. Yeah, like, but you know what? Most, I mean, a lot of people work in town, yeah. spend an hour sort of getting into the office. So. It's a nice opportunity to sit and read. And uh, I did it. I do. Um, so we do this thing with uh, Spotify. Um, we're not sponsored, but you know what? We we do use Spotify. Why are we not sponsored Spotify? <laughs> Have a word, mate. Um, Come on. So what we do is like we each like, as one of your five top. Happiest podcast. Why are we not sponsored? Go on. Um, so like each on what on what platform? Spotify. Uh, at the start of each week, never like, mentioned Spotify. You, you get on. a you get a discover discover weekly playlist. It's good Spotify. Yeah, I like um, Spotify. And so what we do is that we go through our discovery playlists <laughs> okay. to 
And that's what I do on Mondays on the bus. I go through my discovery playlist. But then the discovery playlist can be one or two things. It can be either amazing and like there's there's loads of songs on there where you go, I haven't heard that for ages. Or it can be just really disappointing. You you get stuff you've heard before. No, I get brand new stuff. I get like I get a combination. So so I get a lot of 70s, 80s and 90s stuff. Yeah. But then songs that I probably haven't heard in 20 years or something. And, and just as a reminder of how amazing those songs are, combined with some uh, with some more modern stuff. So, but I think you know it is Spotify because they're quite good. Spotify, <laughs> you're welcome. Sponsored. You are welcome, we're Spotify. Um, we will be sponsored, Spotify. Come on, give us a bit of cash. Um, <laughs> um, I, you know what? I wouldn't mind being sponsored by Spotify. I was I was listening to a podcast the other day and. We've resisted getting any sponsorship, mm. um, but I, I just think if you got sponsored by brands that you believe in, now it's a million times yeah. better than um, than actually just you know when you listen to a podcast and you go, really, are you into uh, whale fishing? I didn't realize <laughs> I didn't realize they, this podcast. So I I think if you're a podcast, you want to promote this brand and services you actually use. Yeah. So uh, we are looking for, um, let's, have a, let's have a think about who our ideal sponsor would be. Spotify? Well, yeah, we use a lot of Spotify. A lot of Spotify. We'd, we'd like a bit of Spotify. You remember when we were sharing that account and we somehow managed to rack up 900 hours in I a year? I don't know how you can yeah. listen to that sort of music, really. Um, I mean, the worst thing about sharing an account from Spotify, they've got Duo, which is quite a good Spotify. Thank we do very that, much. yeah. Cheers, Duo. Um, the, 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 sorry, is this turned into the Spotify podcast? Oh, oh. Hi, Deb. Thanks for watching. Great to see you. Have we, has uh, this turned into the Spotify <laughs> podcast all of a sudden? This is very I mentioned strange. it once. It's your <laughs> I, I look. I, somebody need Russ. Can you email Spotify and see if we can get some sponsorship, mate? That'd be that'd be amazing. Um, what other brands would you have sponsored the podcast? What else do we use? Pastas. You use a lot of oh, pastas. Elastoplast. <laughs> the Kindness Project, sponsored by Elastoplast. These are actually Tesco own brands. Tesco, Tesco. We use your, we use your plasters, mate. <laughs> maybe, maybe Tesco's is the way we go. So we've got Spotify. Tesco's. What else are we going for? Oh, what else do we do? What else do we use? And the classes. Specsavers. We could we could, we could get sponsored by Specsavers. Are they the ones that are in the Tesco's? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically, whatever's in Tesco's, we're using, right? We've got so many near us. It's just. I know. I know. I know. It's brilliant. So, um, uh, just to repeat, questions of the podcast. Best funniest family story. Um, uh, what's been your best Easter egg ever? Uh, what other ones did we have? Nicknames. Nicknames. What nickname would you choose for yourself? Uh, and um, uh, ring doorbells. So, what's the funniest thing that's happened on a ring doorbell? And I think I might have mentioned it uh, on the podcast before, but I had a ring doorbell story that was um, quite funny. Uh, I had a uh, a night out where somebody gave me a, a a bottle of wine to take home, and I was a little bit inebriated when I came home. And uh, I woke 
came in, went to bed, uh, woke up the next day, and apparently uh, on the uh, on the doorbell, on the ring doorbell, mum saw me swaying trying to get the key in whilst having a bottle of wine. <laughs> but the problem is with ring doorbells is that's now permanent, isn't it? Yeah. Like, normally um, you'd press the door or you'd let yourself in by the key and nobody would ever see that. We see it all now. <laughs> it is all seeing and all knowing, and you shall never be forgotten because you are remembered by the eyes that watch you constantly. That is the creepiest <laughs> thing I've ever heard in my life. What was that? I mean, oh, that was just a bit of fun, you know. I mean, I mean was that fun? I mean, I was genuinely scared. I mean, we do live, we do live in a uh, more of a surveillance yeah, culture now. Yeah, I was, now, I was just we? being realistic, you know, man. You know? It sounded a bit dystopian, <laughs> to be honest. It sounded like I was on the on the uh, on the set of 1984. Do you know what I mean? You're featured in the new episode of Black Mirror. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but how many things from Black Mirror are actually Steep, uh, not a million reality, yeah. miles away from the way we live? I just I just think it's interesting. Yeah. So talk to me about your um, your best uh, Easter egg ever. Oh, I don't remember most of them. They're gone by the time they're in now. <laughs> exactly. Once they but what's what's the best chocolate bar to get with an Easter egg? Do they do a dime bar Easter egg? I don't know. I don't eat that many dime bars, if I'm being honest. No. No. Not dime bars, no, not really. Go on, what are you having then? Um, I don't know. I don't really eat a lot of chocolate. Um although Oh. She's changing her mind. Go on. Nah. I uh So would you ever savory Easter egg? <laughs> yeah. No, we don't even like that's, eggs. That's I don't a, like eggs. That's just a scratch egg. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have a chocolate Easter egg. What would you have an egg made of to celebrate Easter? Oh no, I'd eat it. Right. If you gave me a chocolate Easter egg, I'd eat it. Um apple. Very apple. And I and I sorry, you want an apple Easter egg? <laughs> apple chocolate. What's that? Is that a thing? Oh, well, it should be. Should it? Yeah. Banana chocolate might be good. Ooh. Banana chocolate Easter egg. I'd eat that. Yeah. But what would you have in a banana chocolate Easter egg? Just those little banana sweets. No, no, you'd have like um, what's the like the dried banana? It's not. It's not actually banana. Oh it's, yeah, I know what you mean. It's um. It's not actually banana, but it looks like banana. You know what I'm on about, right? I think I do. I think I do. So, uh, next um, unofficial question of the podcast is: um, what um, what is um, what would you have in your Easter egg uh, if it wasn't a chocolate bar or some sweets? Uh, hi, Robbie. How you doing? Uh, good to good to see you watching. Thank you for joining us. Um, so, we've got all those questions. Uh, feel free to let us know. Uh, I've just realised that we definitely should have promoted this a, a lot, lot better, better yeah. than um, than we have done. But I'm just enjoying the Easter conversation. Yeah, we're just we're just fun. <laughs> we're just chatting. We're just chatting away and just enjoying the chat. So this week um, we've got the third part of the interview with Penny Power. Now you'll know if you've listened to the other two. Uh, episodes that Penny is an amazing business person who um, puts kindness at the heart of everything she does. If you haven't checked out part one or part two of her interview, definitely do that. Um, and we'll see you on the other side. Um, so you mentioned a little bit about the community, Bit 100. Tell me a little bit more about that. 
Well, um, that's very generous of you. Well, uh, hopefully I'll tell it in a way that's inspires other people. So Thomas and I from 1998 went on a journey of creating a community. Didn't know, you know, we didn't have any desire of it being huge, but it became huge because it was the only one and we had a nice culture in it. Ultimately, it, the expectations of us were just unbelievable and it became very stressful. Um, and then we left, left that world in 2012, 10 years ago, um, thinking, well, there's no way we can ever do community again because LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, they've, all, they've got it. They've got it. However, those places aren't really satisfying our human needs. In fact, they're creating some really big mental problems and social anxieties and all sorts of things. So it was actually my daughter four years ago said, Mum, stop trying to be a businesswoman. You are a community creator. You need to think about community again. But I was horrified at the thought of it because it just triggered all the financial stress. And um, and then I just said to Thomas, why don't we just create a small community of 100 people? So we look for experts in their field so that no, they can collaborate and they can work together. There's a little bit of an internal market where they consume one another's skills. Um, it's mostly online. We've got people in America, in New Zealand, in Australia, in Kuala Lumpur, across Europe. Um, and it's very beautiful. And we have 14 Zooms a month. And they are a mixture of well-being ones, um, skills. Um, tonight, we've got speed networking, which we always have a huge laugh at. We have two Let's Talk sessions a month. And that's when people just come in and talk and they talk about, you know, when I close my eyes tonight, I'm going to give myself four out of 10 or six out of 10 on my performance. And then they share why they're not scoring as high as they would like. And um, yes, it's really nice. And, and, I suppose the thing that comes from that, and the dog's still going. I'm not going to. He's not giving up. He's not giving up. Ignore you. <laughs> the um, I suppose the the other thing with that is that element of um, online offline that we, we've all had to work with over the last couple of years. Do you think you you'll transition the community to be more of a more of a face to face thing because the dynamic is different, isn't it? Online? It is, it is. I love the way Chris keeps having to mute. That's why you don't hear the dog, the dog in between. I, 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 you know what? Over the last two years, if I, if there's one skill I've learned, Penny, it's the strategic mute. Well, I, did, I agree with you. So <laughs> we can't do that when we're face-to-face with people, isn't it? Um, so, uh, yeah, it is. But um, And we do meet in London once a month, um, and those are lovely meetings. But obviously, being international, we, we don't want to exclude people too much. But our members do travel in, and they can see the year ahead what the different month, monthly events are, and they can plan some of their travel around it. But Thomas and I also hope to travel around and see them. Thomas wrote a book back in the early 2000s called A Friend in Every City. And, um, and yeah, it's wonderful. But, you know, I think Zoom is very – it can be very emotional. You can cry on Zoom. It is more – I think we get used to it. I can still feel your energy, Chris, even though it's on a screen. So – yeah, sorry about that, Penny. Um, what? What? I, th- I suppose. I suppose the big thing as well, if because it is an international community, is does it? Do, do different people from different cultures and perspectives add value to the community in that way? Oh gosh, yeah, hugely, hugely. I mean, 
probably there's less and less differentiation in cultures now because we're online and uh, you know I remember being so disappointed when I went to Singapore and all the same shops that I'd find in my local town were in that you know in Singapore so um but yeah they they do they do but actually I do think we're all one nation really yeah we are we are getting closer aren't we we are, we are hugely and I mean if you look at just how we're rallying at the moment against that one man who's really not doing any good in the world. We've, we've all become one, haven't we? You know what? I think when I look at what's going on, um, it is the epitome of how we now feel. And again, you know, you can look at you know politics through a through a, a cultural lens. But for me, it's one of those things where you go, you know, what we don't want to live in a world where there's that merciless drive for power and wealth anymore we do want to live in a, in a world where people come first now i am a as i always talk about in the podcast penny a natural optimist to my fault so maybe that's just my perspective on it but i do i do think the majority of the world look at it in that way most people are generally good right Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, when I watch the news, and I know some people choose not to watch the news, but I do feel it's um, something like this. I don't know. I you want to stay informed. Yeah, and send yes. love out and, and have the empathy. But, you know, I, I, have, I have the heart, my heart's breaking, obviously. Yeah. But also it is pounding for the love that you're witnessing because yeah. for all the evil, there is equal. It's shown that there's good in people. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, it is incredible. The courage of young men that are going all over the world, creating this foreign legion that's going in to 100%. support. Yeah. And um, just the love of the individuals and, you know, the people carrying people across bridges and, uh, you know, no people being terrified for no one to be left behind, and um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and yeah, I think you have to you have to look at the love and the kindness that you're witnessing at the same time as the horror. Yeah, right. So, so let's finish because I, I, I apologise for being late for the interview. We're still we're still um, a pretty good side, but what I want to do is just share with our audience um, one tip. You've got to just give more and be more kind. What what would you what would you do to encourage our audience to be a bit kinder? I think it's very hard to be kind unless you're kind to yourself. So yeah. um, I do think, and it's a little bit of a cliche, but I think you need to un- be kind to yourself. Um, and I would say, I think the kind actions can be. In the smallest of things, you know, the way you talk to someone at a supermarket, you know, I think kindness doesn't have to be strategic. It can be literally in every part of your aura, in every meeting point that you have, the appreciation of from the postman that comes to your door. You know, it's just it's just be kind, be a kind person. I I, I, I'm always really observant if I'm at meeting somebody new on how they treat waiters that is a really good indication for me oh my god I actually fell out with a friend that I'd had for years when I experienced that I agree with you absolutely all it it takes thank you really appreciate you know what I've got to tell you a story very quickly so I we went out for um, uh, early Christmas dinner 
um, last year. And I am, I am my, one of my favourite foods, particularly at Christmas, is pigs in blankets. So all of this Christmas dinner, um, it was a, it was a, it was meant to come with pigs in blankets, and I got two tiny Chipolata style pigs in blankets. So I was a bit, I was a bit disappointed. And then as a, just as a joke, I said, no, I'm, I'm really sorry. I, I, the only reason I ordered Christmas dinner was pigs in blankets, and I get these two. I said, I'm really sorry about that. So like, don't worry, no, no worries. Dessert comes out, and um, uh, there, there's a plate of pigs in blankets next to it because I, um, I mentioned. Oh, <laughs> so I got extra just for being nice and just saying it in a in a pleasant way. I just got extra pigs in blanket. I think that's the benefit of pigs in. And I'm, like, I'm easily pleased. Clearly, Penny, you know, do, you know bought with pigs in but blankets. You know what but... it reflects is that you were noticed, and that's yeah. what we want. Yeah, we just want to be noticed. <laughs> So tell our audience where they can find out more about you, your community, and what you're up to at the moment. Oh, that's very kind. Um, well, I don't know how relevant I am to the whole audience, really, but um, oh. I'm I'm on Instagram a bit, um, so I'm there. Penny F Power on Instagram, the F for friend. Um, couldn't get Penny Power, um, and I'm on Facebook. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me there. My website is pennypower.co.uk, uh, and Bit One Hundred is Bit One Hundred Club. Um, yeah, and my book is on audio. Um, I get did you, did you get to narrate it? I did it. I, so I was going to say, I get 0.06p. <laughs> you know what? I, uh, I, I, feel I wrote like a, a book. I film superstar. Yeah, I, 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 um, I wrote a, a book in 2015 on pensions available in no good bookshops. Um, uh, that I still get the odd royalty check for, and it's like yeah, I'm never going to retire on it. To be honest, it's never going to happen. It's on ebook and it's on a book, and I think that's really only relevant to people in business. But it's definitely um, a journey of um, self-discovery, which I went through um, in 2018 with a psychologist, and I learned so many things that I thought business people need to know this, and it's about um really learning to have your own definition of success so yeah amazing thank you so much for joining us i really appreciate thank it you. it was lovely to lovely to see you chris thanks so i hope you enjoyed uh, listening to penny as much as we did interviewing her uh let's crack on with the show what else should we chat about? Um, I made my own iced tea today. Again, okay. I love iced tea. Tell us about that. Uh, so I used uh, my cumin leaves. Cumin? Uh, cumin. Cumin. K-E-E-M-U-N. It's the stuff I use as a base for Earl, uh, Earl Grey. Okay. Um, and so I made a pot of that and I let it cool and then I put it in a glass of ice and then I chopped it off with lemonade. So is it only cumin leaves? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that not just tea then? It's iced tea because I put ice in it. No, no, I know that. And lemonade. But, but normally teas, a tea is made out of different blends, isn't it? Yeah, but I like the cumin, it's nice. So you just have cumin? Yeah. Can you have a cup of tea just with yeah. cumin leaves? Yeah, it's what black does it tea. taste like? Like tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has it got a, like, are you not like, by now you must be a tea connoisseur. 
What's the difference between some of your tastes? Um, so I've got the human, which is nice. Uh, my rose fig white tea is really nice. Rose fig, that sounds nice. Oh, it is. Yeah, and you don't put any milk with that usually. So it's because it's a white tea, you don't put any milk with it. I mean, with the black teas, you don't have to put milk with it, but usually they're paired with teas if you go like out somewhere to like a cafe and order a black tea, you're more likely to get like a milk alongside it. But with white teas, it's less preferred. Like herbal teas, you don't have uh, milk with them. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, is that the tea chat over then? Are we? Uh, you'd be surprised how many tea chats I've had in the past couple of days. Go on, so. tell me about these tea uh, chats. So I'm having this tea chat with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, When's the last time you had a tea, tea chat before that? Last night. Okay. I showed my friend all of my teas because I've got a very extensive, extensive collection. <sighs> you know what? That word went from one word to a different word. <laughs> halfway through the actual word yeah. that is a that is a talent expensive uh tea collection i really like that yeah expense tense <laughs> sensitive no, tea collection it's what? not sensitive because you just just, just pour it in yeah just pour it in yeah. um can you burn a tea can you like can you can you boil a tea too hot i don't know i've never done it have you, you done it? Have you tried though? No, because I don't want to ruin my tea because it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the way you get really stressed over ruining your tea. Oh, ruin my tea. Oh my god, when I over when I oversteep my tea, I'm just like, I'm gonna have to do something different with this because I over cannot what your tea. Oversteep it. So if you leave it in the hot you leave the leaves in the hot water too long and the flavour it becomes too strong. Does it? Yeah. What other ways can you ruin tea just so I can give it a go? <laughs> <laughs> not with my tea, you're not. All right, now I'm, I'm just going to try it with some PG. Go on, what, what ways could I ruin a tea? Uh, with a PG? It's not, <laughs> it's not difficult to... It's not easy to go wrong with a PG. No, it is. Well, what have you done to your PG tips? Um, well, um, I've, for plenty of time, I forgot to boil the cow. <laughs> <laughs> that ruins a cup of tea. It's yeah. not hot. Yeah. That, 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 so, right, no, hold on. Hold on. Right, let's just think about ways you can ruin a uh, cup of PG. Number one, don't boil it. <laughs> Number two, get your dog to bark while you're doing a podcast. Number two is... Oversteep it. Leave the tea bag in too long. Can you oversteep yes. a PG? Yes. So you just leave the tea bag in? Yeah, too long. Too long. I've left the tea bag in so long, the actual tea's gone cold. And I'm then deliberating whether just to make, make myself a new tea or just put it in the microwave. Do you... Do you put, no? What? Oh, I've done that, I do that with coffee all the time. Yeah, but not tea. Not, not tea, tea, man. Don't not, put it in the microwave. Not tea, man. Okay. So you can ruin tea by letting it go cold and then putting it in the microwave. That's number two. You can do that with a PG. Yeah. Okay. That's two. Oversteep it. Um, number three, four tea bags in a teacup. Yeah, definitely. Uh, number four. Lime scale in your kettle. Lime, not exactly. Not exactly. Um... <laughs> Limestone on your kettle. Limestone scale on your cup. Yeah. Um, if you rip the tea bag and then you've got all the leaves at the bottom. Oh, bits. You don't want bits. You don't want bits. Um, because, <coughs> like, when I make my, like, my tea, I've got these diffusers and I don't let any of the leaves go, but they, like, it's the flavour goes through, which is great. And I love it because I love my tea. Um, but I don't like the bits. Have you ever, because I've done this with coffee, have you ever found yourself just like, Oh, this is amazing! This 
<laughs> and then like you just get a little leaf in your mouth. My lemongrass and peppermint tea. Um, well, I, that usually, nice. I usually make it iced, but it's really difficult because a lot of the bits slip through the cracks. So I've got a new one, uh, new pot to make my tea in. Okay. So like the part of the lid is the diffuser and it's like a little net and you can't and I've um, found that it's a lot easier to like sort of keep the bits in where they're supposed to be but sometimes they do still slip through um so yeah it's not it's tricky this tea yeah, making business it isn't is. it I thought it was just bang a bag in a cup and put some water in but there's so much that can go wrong oh apparently Robbie said stew tea is yeah like overbrewing it no oh, don't no, over, don't no. overbrew your tea don't overbrew your I've, tea. I've got another way you can uh, ruin tea uh you make it to coffee instead <laughs> I used to do that to you just for a bit of a laugh. You know what you did? <laughs> I, I I remember for years, you what you used to do is if I asked for a tea, you made me a coffee. And if I asked for a coffee, you made me a tea. But it wasn't only that, right? It wasn't only that. If I asked for no sugars, there was typically 12 sugars. And if I asked for one sugar, there was typically about 38 sugars in there. I have never put more right. than three sugars here's, in your tea. Here's, why, here's the I way. I have you... never put more than three sugars in your tea because that is sacrilege. Three cups of sugar. Um, uh, here's the way you ruin a tea. Over sugared. That's the way you ruin a tea. Yeah, never more than three. <laughs> never more than three. Never more than one. You have one sugar. One, two. Two max. I, I have two. But I know some people prefer three, but never more than three. It's like when I'm making a pot and I know it's like a, uh, it's a two cup pot. I put four in because that's, you know, two cup pot. But then do you get one tea that's very sweet and no, then one tea that's you, very... You, you stir it. <laughs> stir it. Yeah, not with your finger, obviously. <laughs> Typically, I do it with a chopstick. Here's another way you can ruin tea. <laughs> Why are you using a chopstick to stir your tea? Is and it's it... longer than a teaspoon and I find that I've if sometimes if, I, if the receptacle's too deep um, when you're making your tea, um, the spoon isn't long enough. So you just use like a chopstick or something. I, I mean, chopstick to stir your tea. Here's another way you can ruin tea. Dirty finger. <laughs> yeah. nobody, nobody wants your tea stirred with a dirty finger. Let's be honest. That's, um, uh, here's another way to ruin your tea. Milk first. Who does that? Who does oh. that? How about I used to do it to you as a joke, but then it didn't. <laughs> what when I was for a coffee, milk, tea, yeah, <laughs> one coffee bean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, here's no way to tea. Um, other stuff that doesn't belong in tea, in tea. So when I was a kid, we used to experiment with drinks, yeah. and I used to put orange cordial in the tea. Oh. I know it doesn't work. It clearly Not doesn't work. Milk, man. But but it was like it, no, <laughs> not with the milkman. Um, so we're not with the milkman, did you no. say? What is the milkman? We don't have a milkman. What is the milkman doing in your kitchen? Number one, <laughs> and number number two. Um, uh, uh, apparently, Russ said that's the last time he's going to let either of us make him a hot drink. I didn't realise Russ liked hot drinks because of his hot head. You know, because no, he's, he's always got one of those like um, travel oh, yes. travel flasks on him. Yes. So right, okay. So number one, what what was the milkman doing in your house? It wasn't in my house. Oh, we don't right. have a milkman. Yeah, we need a milkman. We don't need a milkman. We just go around Tesco's. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> Sorry, Tesco's other <laughs> sponsorship opportunities are available. Are they? What? How about tea? What would what would be your favourite tea sponsor oh, if we could I, have one? Uh, Twinings. 
Twinings. Yeah. Are they the premier tea brand? Do you reckon? Oh, Twinings? I've got, I've got, um, I know where their, uh, their store is in London. Do you? Yeah. It smells nice. <laughs> it smells nice in there. It smells nice. Why does it smell nice? It's got tea in it. Is there a man with his finger like that? <laughs> no. Stirring the tea. No, but if you if you go down to the back of the shop, Where? there's man, there's someone making tea. I just want that man in twenties <laughs> to just stare at his finger there. Just like uh, your tea is ready. Hold on, just one minute. I'm gonna stare it with my finger. Um uh, uh, <laughs> he's gonna send me all right, okay. So Robbie, uh, who's Charlotte's nan, uh, is watching live and is sending a spoon down specifically uh to stir the tea. No point, Robbie, send a chopstick. All right, <laughs> just because apparently we don't stir our tea with spoons anymore in our house. We use enough. a chopstick. <laughs> well, they're not long enough. We use a chopstick and we eat our Chinese food with a shovel, <laughs> apparently. Because no, you know there's that thing that we have, uh, it's about that big, um, and I make iced tea in it, and the spoon is just not long enough because my enough. whole hand is in enough. there. We we eat steaks with a spoon. We're just, we're just like that in, in our house. We clearly don't use the right utensils. We wash our it. dishes with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we need to do that. We need to wash our dishes with a hose. That sounds... That sounds amazing. I hate, can, I hate that I put that suggestion in your head. Can we do that? Can we do that? Can we do that on the next live rust? Can we just do a, an outside broadcast where we just get the hose so and, and the dishes so and just like sort of see if it works and see how long it takes for me to have to get a new cut reset. <laughs> um, but yeah, amazing. Well, <laughs> Sounding no. Apparently, apparently Russ, producer Russ has said no, we're definitely not doing an outside broadcast where I hose all of the stuff in my kitchen. Um <clears throat> Russ, can I'm I not touching my mugs? Uh Russ, can I actually make you a cup of tea next time you're down? Is that is that allowed? That's gonna be a no. I'll take that no as a no for everything I suggest, to be honest, because that's probably probably the wisest move in the world. So we've done tea. Yeah. Is there any other ways before we finish on tea? That you can ruin tea. Um, How about this? Do you dunk? Dunk. Do you biscuit dunk? Only in a breakfast, nothing else. A what? A breakfast. A, a breakfast, like tea. a fried. Oh. Breakfast. <laughs> so you really confused me there. I thought you meant like dunking your biscuits <laughs> in an egg. Only in a breakfast. <laughs> Only in a breakfast. Right, so you're talking about tea. Did you not know what I was talking about breakfast tea? I call that builders. I don't call. Uh, no, I, builders is just breakfast tea, but you leave the tea bag in longer. No, builders. Look, uh, you're talking about like PG, aren't you? Yeah. PG, right? So you call it breakfast. Yeah. I call it builders. Yeah. Um, uh, you could call it just a normal cup of tea. So you would dunk. What would you dunk? Digestives. Chocolate. Custard creams, bourbons. <laughs> what would you dunk? <laughs> Loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, me and me, Sophie and Mum went out for um, lunch the other day because we did a shopping trip at Ikea and Soph got a frozen lemonade and dipped her chips in it. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. You can't go savoury and sweet. <laughs> well, you do, apparently. No, you don't. Chips in a frozen lemonade. Yeah. Would you do that, listeners? Would you, would you give chips and frozen lemonade a go? And there were lattice fries as well. 
I don't know what's worse, the, <laughs> the, the, the waste of a lattice fire or the waste of the frozen lemonade. Would she like dunk and then just drink it like normal, yeah. like a savage? <laughs> Throw a straw. <laughs> so, so, right, you're going to go, go to Steve's, yeah. chocolate or normal? Both. One in each. What you do is you make a chocolate digestive sandwich with two normal digestives, then a chocolate in the middle and dunk that in. Right. Here's the question. Here's the question. Rubber band? What's a rubber band for? To hold it all together. Right. So I'm just trying in my head work out how this all fits together. Chocolate digestive, 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 chocolate digestive band. And then, like, two rods. Two. <laughs> I love this. I love it. Right, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm confused, first and foremost, about the biscuit combination. So run that by me again. Chocolate digestive, right. chocolate on the outside. Okay. Uh, on the left. <laughs> plain digestive, plain digestive, chocolate digestive with the chocolate bit on the outside. There is so much wrong about this. <laughs> there is so much wrong. <laughs> Elastic band of some kind, maybe a hairband. Why are you putting an elastic band around your pieces? Because my hands aren't big enough to hold all this while I also stir. Um, right. um like something to hold it in place. A metal rod. <laughs> or like a toothpick will do. Chopstick. Chopstick. Chopstick my work. Um, or maybe leave the elastic band off, just like poke a hole through all your biscuits and dunk them. Pull them out. Dunk them on the stick. Pull them out. <laughs> Set them aside and eat them right. like that. Now, there is so there is so much to unpack here. Firstly, why is not why is the digestives not the why is the digestives not the inside of the biscuit sandwich as opposed to the outside of the sandwich? Because clearly, the plain digestives should be on the outside. Oh. Because what do you mean why? Because oh. they're like the bread bit, aren't they? Like the chocolate digestives are the bit in the middle. No. Yes, no. yes. Secondly, why are you wrapping a rubber band around some biscuits to dig it in? <laughs> Apologies. To dip it in. <laughs> Almost used the wrong word there. We why definitely not? don't want to use that one. Why not? Well, why? <laughs> not? Why not? You've got to justify your bizarre biscuit behaviour to me. I've got to justify it to you. Because my, it's not what my finger's getting in the tea. Oh, right, okay, all right. Right, this is what you do. Chopstick all the way oh, through the God. middle. No worry, you haven't got to worry about rubber bands. You dunk it once. <laughs> twice is a risk you don't want to take. <laughs> because you dunk it twice, and then you're in a position well, where you're, you're, you're losing biscuit. Well, no, because your outside biscuits are reinforced by chocolate. So you don't have to worry about no, double no. dunking. The inside is reinforced. Because you do that, you do normal digestive, chocolate on the outside, sticking it together... Chocolate on the outside, sticking it together. No, because if it's all on your chopstick, what does it matter if they're stuck together or not? The outside biscuits are reinforced. The inside ones are not. Dunk out, dunk out. All right, I'm going to change your game here. You ready for this? Normal digestive, chocolate digestive, chocolate on the outside, custard cream. Oh. Chocolate digestive, normal digestive. How are we, how are we thinking about that? You've got a custard cream involved. This is them's fighting words. I love a custard cream. Um, hobnob on top. That's where I'm going. Not as big a fan of hobnob. Oh, okay. If you said a, a, like a, a bourbon or something. Oh. Right, right now. Oh, apparently, Robbie is saying if you spread butter on your 
digestives. That might work. Oh, that's good. Oh, coffee. <laughs> that might work as well. So spread butter on your digestives. But here was the question wrapped <laughs> around the entire element of, of, of that conversation, right? So we've got our um, skewer of biscuits, <laughs> whatever order you have them in. Clearly, my order was right. But whatever order you have them in, you've got your skewer of biscuits. You dunk it once, all good, right? You're ready to eat. Yeah. You dunk it twice. Chaos. It all falls in. No, it doesn't. Then, then you've got no. I'm, I'm, I'm saying. All right. Let's say you dunk it twice. All fine. Yeah. You dunk it the third time. Dangerous. Dangerous. It all falls apart. Right. There's all biscuit in your. Well, you don't dunk it the third time because it's dangerous. And actual, yeah. All right. We can agree on that one. I, I, I'd say don't dunk it twice. But uh, then you've got more biscuit than tea. Is your tea ruined? Yes. Or do you just get a spoon and have a little tea mousse situation where you eat the biscuit? You haven't got you're... more biscuit than tea. You just got those crummy bits at the bottom. But you, they, so you they're, they're like... still quite tasty. See, I'd get a spoon or potentially two chopsticks if we're living in a world where we just use chopsticks <laughs> and stuff, which you clearly are. Um, I'm not uh, to use where, I just use them for things that they're not intended for. <laughs> what else, I, I'm, I'm going to regret asking this question. Where was he using chopsticks for? <laughs> Sorry, for poking. Why are you poking with a chopstick that you're not meant to? No, just like if there's like... Biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> I put them in something the other day. Um... So, sorry, you can't be that vague when you're talking about what you're Pasta. poking. I wanted to see if the sauce had reached the bottom of the pan, but my spoon wasn't going deep enough. So I put the chopstick in at the bottom of the pan and it wasn't because you could see like the top part of the chopstick had sauce on it and right. the top bottom bit didn't. Right. So, yeah. Fine. Okay. Let's get back to biscuits. Yeah. Let's get back. Let's get back to biscuits. No. <laughs> not working. Not I, working I enjoyed it one. while it was happening, but afterwards um, <laughs> I regretted it. <laughs> that was one of those goes where you go, let's get back, let's get back to bit. Oh no, actually, let's leave uh, it. Um, biscuits, right? Yeah. And tea. If a yeah, biscuit spill the, the tea for me. If if a biscuit disintegrates in your tea, does it ruin the biscuit, the tea, or both? Both. But no, it doesn't ruin what's left of the biscuit. It just ruins the biscuit. But how deep already... are you dipping? Are you a deep dipper? No, I'm not. Um, I think you did, but that's because you're I'm... trying to put an entire sandwich in there. <laughs> you, you can't dip your biscuit sandwich. I'm barely breaking surface tension on my biscuit dippers. You're joking. And then you just bite that bit, and then you dip again. No, no, you can't. Just... You a, a, a dip is halfway through. Not when the whole biscuit, when not when half the biscuit doesn't fit in the mug. Yeah, this is where uh, Robbie's saying this is where you uh, need a spoon because apparently that. A spoon is where you use it, um, uh, use it to like get the biscuit out of the bottom of the tea. Too too easy that we like to do it with chopsticks, don't <laughs> we, Shana? <laughs> we like to do it with chopsticks, right? So, uh, if um, if you are watching, and thank you for watching, there's a few more of you on now. What is the best biscuit? Um, uh, combination. If you had to have a biscuit sandwich, what would you what would you have? Because we think uh, digestive, 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 digestive. Is that right? Digestive. What are you doing? Oh, digestive. 
I'm looking at what this badge is next to Nanny's name. Oh, I right. think it means that she's been following uh, the Kindness Project for two years. Amazing. Well done. I didn't know that um, you could get badges well, like we that. We are right, Sorry, by the way. I got yeah, just, by, just, by just, the dedication to this podcast. Amazing. Is... Thank you, Robbie. We appreciate yeah. it. So, so are we going biscuit, 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 biscuit? And if so, what combination of biscuits would you have in your biscuit sandwich? Custard cream. Custard creams all the way down. Custard cream, custard cream, custard cream, custard cream. Yeah. You wouldn't have digestive, digestive custard cream. Oh, if I'd have known custard creams were on the table from the beginning, I would have just got custard creams. I uh, love uh, custard creams. Uh, what's the worst biscuit, do you think? Those ones that don't have any sugar in them. <laughs> what, crackers, you mean? <laughs> I don't know, I like crackers um, because they're not biscuits. They're Crackers. Exactly. Like, you know, I don't want to be I don't want to be putting my biscuits in my hummus, you know? Like why not? It's not nice. Oh, okay. But, but it's fine to put your chips in your lemonade, is it? Apparently. No, I'm not saying Apparently, we've been talking about tea and absolute nonsense for five minutes. What we're going to do is end it right there. Thank you for listening to the Kindness Project. Uh, hopefully, a few of you will uh, comment on the replay and uh, come back on Monday. Come back on Monday. We will. What we'll do is we will promote oh, this. Yes. Yeah, but. Promote it from yeah. Um And what we might do, Charlotte, on Mondays, we'll do an early one, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do like a sort of nine o'clock. Yeah, you're going to have to like shove me out of my bed. I'll be up at seven. Up, but... at, up at seven <laughs> for your standard two hours prep. Yeah, my two hours prep. Um, uh, and we'll do an early one on Monday. I'll make sure I promote it. Uh, and then we can uh, we can re-engage them. But if you're listening on the audio, thank you for getting involved in and engaged in the in the podcast we as per normal. We didn't get any answers to our um, questions. Uh, we'd love we've we've only asked about twenty seven questions in this podcast. We asked three primary ones. We'd we'd love answers to your uh, to these questions. Uh, biscuit combos, <laughs> ring doorbells, all of the other stuff that we are um that that, that we're, we're speaking about we'd love to to know the answers to that and we will see you if you're watching the live on monday and if you're listening on audio we'll see you next week bye bye mm-hmm.